the game is over. The New York Jets are the world champions. You play to win the game. He's got it. That's a Jet touchdown. Can't wait. You're listening to the official New York Jets podcast, a Jets 360 production. The draft is inching closer and closer. The official Jets podcast. We're going to Laramie, Wyoming. Josh Allen, monstrous arm, Ethan Greenberg, and Eric Allen here on the official Jets podcast. If there's one thing you got to know about Josh Allen, it is that this guy has an absolute cannon. He can throw it 80 yards. And we're going to dive in right now on the official Jets podcast. EA, the book on Allen is, like I said, the cannon of the arm. But on the other end of the spectrum is the 56% completion mark. Is it overblown? Well, that's not for me to decide. I will tell you that he was he threw 44 touchdown passes at Wyoming. You mentioned the 56% completion percentage. He 21 interceptions. Here's a guy who out of high school had no scholarships from any Division One program. He went to a JUCO school, grew up in California, much like Josh Rosen and Sam Darnold, but this was a fireball California. Played some basketball growing up. He could throw a 90-mile-per-hour fastball, but after he went to junior college, he was only offered by Eastern Michigan and Wyoming, and then he went to Wyoming. Statistically, he had a better year in 2016 rather than 2017. There are a lot of folks who study the film greens who really like this guy because you mentioned it. Elite arm, also tremendous athleticism, and a lot of people talk about his leadership intangibles. And he is a guy, even though he played at a mid-major school, he might have an unbelievable ceiling in terms of his pro prospects. We're going to speak to Robert Gagliardi of wildsports.net, the Laramie boomerang in just a couple minutes here. But real quick on Josh Allen is this is a guy who many believe Sam Darnold's going to go number one overall. But if it's not Sam Darnold, the next man up that many people believe could be in play at number one for the Cleveland Browns is indeed Josh Allen because this guy has elite arm strength. He's extremely athletic. He can make all the throws that an NFL quarterback needs to. And debatably, this is the guy that might have the most upside out of the group. I mean, this is why uh, general managers are paid a decent amount of coin, because you have to look at a guy on film and project how is he going to make the transition from a place like Wyoming to one of the 32 teams and play on Sundays. There's going to be a big difference there. When people criticize Allen, it is for that completion percentage, and they automatically assume the lack of accuracy. There are a lot of folks who say, hey, that is just not right. He's more accurate than you think. Maybe he wasn't playing with a lot of talent on the outside. Maybe Wyoming threw the ball a little bit more down the field as far as challenging throws are concerned. Allen is a guy who... If you're making a quarterback and you put him in a lab and you think about 6'4", 6'5", 230, got some athleticism, can move, can make all the throws, also is a good kid, willing to learn. He's got a lot of upsides. Now you got to make that projection. Is he ready to play? Mm-hmm. How quickly do you think he can play? And how is he going to adjust to your individual program? I will say no matter what the Jets do, 
at the number three overall selection. If they indeed do take a quarterback, I think they have a great structure in place because Josh McCown is here, a guy who is the consummate professional, and Jeremy Bates has had success with a lot of quarterbacks throughout his career. Most notably, you think about McCown last season, but then you can go back to a little fireball back in his day, Jay Cutler, when he was a young guy. And, you know, I think Bates is a guy who can take young quarterbacks and he can mold them. And he also can take veteran quarterbacks and get the best out of them. And then we saw that last year. But I think the Jets have a good situation if they decide indeed to take a quarterback at number three overall. Josh Allen, extremely fascinating because some people are infatuated by him, some people not so much. But, you know, let's check in with someone that's covered him for the three years that he's been in Wyoming in Robert Gagliardi. Robert, thanks a lot for joining us. Let's dive in here. Josh Allen. He's a man of mystery, I'd say, because some people love him, some people not so much. So from your time covering him, what is your opinion on Josh Allen? Well, I think the first thing that comes to my mind in, in, in about Josh Allen is just, the, just how much of a competitor this kid is. You know, I've been covering college football for over 20 years and seen a lot of really good players, a lot of really good uh, athletes, but I'm not sure if I've seen anyone as competitive as this kid. And, and I think that fuel has been kind of been built based going back to when he was in high school because he's always everyone a lot of people have always doubted him you know that that he couldn't i mean he was a kid that didn't have offers coming out of high school uh out of tiny fireball california he was about a six four hundred eighty five pound beanpole and then went to junior college and even there even after putting up you know pretty decent numbers in one year there not a whole lot of people gave him much of attention but wyoming kind of on the luck of the draw so to speak they were actually there at his junior college looking at someone else looking at a defensive tackle i believe saw some potential there and uh thought they better take a look at him they did and and the rest is sort of history but that no if it's an underdog mentality but just uh, just uh, just people doubting him all the time has just fueled this kid's fire and i think it's even proven that as we get into this draft process and you know we, we all know there's there's been some accuracy issues, and I think, you know, and Josh has even admitted to that, but then he comes into the combine. He's done every, you know, since the end of last season, he's done everything. He's, you know, he went to the Senior Bowl and did well. He went to the combine and did well. You know, he threw at his pro day and did well and worked on a lot of those things that, you know, people are questioning about his accuracy with and, and has made progress with. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say that he's, he's pro-ready, he's ready to step in on day one and be someone's uh, – franchise quarterback for the next 10 to 15 years but you know I think he he just really likes to silence the doubters and that just fuels him and I think that's one of the reasons why in my opinion he's going to be a very very good professional quarterback. Robert is his athleticism underrated because everybody talks about his elite arm and there is no questioning that but the more folks I've spoken to over the past few months they've said hey listen this guy's got a lot of speed and his feet are underrated as far as getting out of that pocket and maybe throwing on the run and also maybe tucking it sometimes. Absolutely. You know, I'm not going to say he's got 4-4 four, four speed, but <laughs> he is very athletic. And not just what he can do if a play breaks down and, you know, getting out of the pocket and throwing on the run. But one thing I noticed at Wyoming was is just how hard he was to bring down, and that goes back to his athleticism and just his physical stature at six foot five. 
235 pounds, but no, he he runs awful well, and, and, and you know he ran a lot of Wyoming. Sometimes more often than not, he's running for his life. But also, I mean, there were times where look, Wyoming had trouble running the football last year, and Josh Allen. I mean, you know, yes, he was a pro prospect, and you know, and everything like that. I mean, they they ran Josh Allen a lot of times. He, Josh Allen was often Wyoming's best running option last year. So. Yeah, the athleticism is certainly there, along with the arm strength and, and things like that. But I would say, if I'd say his athleticism maybe is a little bit underrated. But him, his ability with that athleticism to extend plays and and move the pocket and things like that are are, are also one some of his stronger attributes. I got a two-parter for you. Is that you mentioned the fifty-six percent accuracy? Someone asked me on Twitter, and I defer to you. Is are those stats overblown? One and two is I know. When people say that, people meaning pundits around the league say that, yes, the completion percentage mark is overblown. It's largely in part of the talent surrounding him. So I just wanted you to touch on, you know, what talent was surrounding Josh Allen because you just mentioned it. You said he was Wyoming's often top rushing threat as well, and obviously he plays quarterback. Look, I'll I'll admit, I think some of it is blown up about his accuracy. Now, I'm also not going to sit here and say that it's completely overblown because there are some issues there. And, again, I think he's been addressing some of those things in the offseason in his training and stuff and and how that will transfer to, you know, when guys are coming after him in practices and in games remains to be seen. But I'll take you back to to 2016. And, look, he had a, you know, his leading rusher, you know, a guy that ran for over 4,000 yards at Wyoming, took a lot of pressure off Josh Allen. In 2016, he had some pretty talented receivers and even a talented tight end. So you fast forward to, to 2017, all those guys are gone, along with his starting center who was playing for the Washington Redskins this season. And you look at that, and, you know, there were some issues. Now, I'm not going to say Josh Allen hit every throw and, you know, everything was perfect. Yeah, there were some drop passes. There were some growing pains there. But there was certainly a lack of quote-unquote, a talent gap from the production he lost in 2016 to 2017. But one thing that also stood out about Josh to me was his character about it. I mean, look, he didn't have to come back after 2016, but he wanted to. And even when things were a little rough at times, he never threw his guys under the bus. He always was, you know, doing everything they can to, to, to encourage them and to work with them, whether that was working late after practices or even in the off season. Or, or things like that. So he never once threw anyone under the bus that way. And, and another thing, I guess, with the accuracy is, is that this is a you know pretty traditional pro-style offense that Wyoming runs with, with Coach Craig Bowl. There's not a lot of gimme throws. The screen game really wasn't much of an option for this team. Perhaps maybe it should have been, but it wasn't. You know, And you look at college football today, guys, and you've seen enough. There's a lot of spread offenses out there and this and that, and that's fine. There's also a lot of quote-unquote layups as far as throws that quarterbacks can make, and there just simply weren't a lot of those for Josh Allen. So I think that's where some of that accuracy issues come in. Again, not saying that he doesn't need to improve his accuracy, but also some of some of his body of work and some of the systems he was in and even personnel that he had also lent to maybe some of those struggles, at least numbers-wise. Robert, do you think this jump is going to be bigger for Josh Allen compared to maybe a Josh Rosen who obviously played at UCLA, or or Baker Mayfield, who, uh, again, he played a lot in the shotgun himself, so he's going to have to make a significant transition to the National Football League in terms 
just looking at system and uh, taking that ball from behind center. And then also Sam Darnold, considering Allen playing at the mid-major level, Carson Wentz had a lot of success right off the bat, but do you think this is a bigger jump for him, or that's not fair to say? Yeah, you know, you're going to be – you know, you're going against NFL guys and NFL defenses and guys who are bigger and faster and the competition certainly, you know, goes up exponentially for all these guys. But I'm not sure if, the, you know, yeah, it's, it's a big jump and it's certainly going to be a big adjustment for all. But I don't I'm not I don't know if any of them's that daunting to that. Well, Josh Allen played at a mid-major. I don't know if he can make that move, you know, or uh, like you mentioned, a guy like Rosen, who's mostly out of the shotgun and can't take snaps under center. I, I have confidence that Josh Allen can handle those. I'm not to say that it, you know, all come naturally. There's going to be a lot of work and a lot of things involved, and I'm sure he's been working on some of those things in kind of a controlled environment in his training to this point. But I don't think it's anything that's so daunting to say, well, we can't take this guy because uh, he didn't play against the competition that, say, a Darnold did, or we can't take a, a Rosen, for instance, because all he ever did was play out of the shotgun. So I think for all these guys in, in the draft, at least these quarterbacks, I think all of it's going to be a pretty significant jump for them. Yeah. You mentioned Allen's competitive spirit. I just wanted to know, is there a specific anecdote that either you saw or you've heard from teammates, coaches, other reporters that really exemplifies how much of a competitor Allen is? Well, I've heard from even teammates of his, like even when they're hanging out and they're playing video games or or something like that, where, where Allen is just kind of like kind of a cutthroat. I mean, he's even... You know, whatever it takes to win. But I think my best example of the competitiveness that Josh Allen has came in 2016, and they're playing San Diego State. I believe it's in the Mountain West Championship game. And Josh Allen throws an absolutely awful pass. I mean, he even admitted it afterwards. He throws a pick six, okay? And he's, and so San Diego State defensive back read it good. You know, Allen didn't have a good read on it. The guy's returning. It looks like it's an easy touchdown. But Josh Allen runs nearly halfway across the field to make a tackle or try to knock this guy out of bounds. And not only does he knock him out of bounds, he knocks the football out before he can cross the plane. The ball goes into the end zone, and it's a touchback for Wyoming, and they get the ball back. Now, you know, look, I've seen a lot of, you know, quarterbacks make those throws and and bad plays, and granted, good plays on the defense, but that's that's a pick six. You regroup and go from there. Josh Allen didn't let that happen. To me, that was the best example I've seen of him, and I'm sure there were others of the competitiveness of that kid. And to me, that showed a lot. Yeah, it was a bad throw, and he knew it, but he did everything he can to, to rectify it and to, to make a tackle, to put his body out there. I mean, Kenneth pretty much dove at the guy to try to make the tackle, and he not only made the tackle, knocked the ball out, got the ball back from Wyoming, and prevented a pick six. So to me, that, that exemplifies the kid's competitive. What has Josh's reaction been when asked about potentially playing in New York? Obviously, a lot of people are talking about him in the top five category, you got the Giants sitting there at number two overall, the Jets at number three overall, and, you know, depending on what day you look out there at these mock drafts, Robert, as you know, a lot of people haven't packed going to New York. Sure, you know, I think, you know, you know, I, I think Josh has been saying just pretty much all the right things like probably a lot of these other guys are saying, whether it's, it's the Jets or the Giants or wherever, he just wants to go and, and learn and compete and you know one thing that was interesting to me because after the 2016 season there were thoughts that he would come out then and in fact he he had decided he was going to come out not he didn't announce it but then had a gut just his gut feeling said no i want to come back to wyoming and, and play one more year 
But he told me after he made the decision to come back to Wyoming, he goes, I just don't want to play in the NFL. He goes, I want to have an NFL career. And whether that's with the Jets or the Giants, yeah, it's, a, it's night and day from coming from Wyoming or even from tiny Fireball, California, where he's from, <laughs> to the Big Apple. But I think, he, I think he's looking forward to wherever it's going to be to, to just go and, and compete and, and fulfill his dream. You know, yeah, I think it's a different scenario that if you're in New York as, as opposed to Cleveland or Buffalo, and again, no disrespect to those cities or those franchises, but I think he knows that. You know, I don't know if you can really, how you can prepare for that necessarily, but I think I have enough faith in Josh Allen that, you know, he's a very adaptable young man, and, and, and you know, um, if, if it is New York in the fishbowl that that media market is, I think he'll adjust just fine and uh, and make the most of it. Another plus you have to look at in terms of Josh Allen is he's not going to blink in terms of the cold, where maybe obviously Josh Rose and Sam Darnold are not playing in too many cold weather games. I got to imagine that Josh played in Wyoming and some of those road games in some uh, less than ideal conditions. Yeah, you know, in fact, it was interesting at his pro day here in Laramie a couple of weeks ago. Now, look in, look in Wyoming, we can get snow in June here, fellas. And I'm not going <laughs> to lie, I've lived here long enough to where I've seen that, unfortunately. But spring in Wyoming, it's, it's one of these things. Right now, I'm looking out my window, and it's snowing right now. You know, it's one of those things where you can get snow one minute, and it can be 65 the next. The pro day was held in, in, in the school's indoor practice facility. But actually, Josh Allen said, I was hoping it would snow because he wanted to go out there and throw about 20 balls to prove to people that he could throw in the bad weather. Unfortunately, it was just windy, which is pretty much every day out here in Wyoming. But, uh, yeah, I think, you know, he's, he's played in some cold weather. He's, you know, he's practiced in it. I know it's not something he loves to do. You know, he, he takes nicer weather just like anyone else. Sure. But he's certainly not shy of that. He's certainly played in it, and he's played some pretty good football in some of those poor weather games. So that's also, I guess, probably you could look at that as, as a plus as if you look at compared to maybe a guy like Darnold or Rosen that's playing in, in much better climates. But he certainly, he, sir, I can certainly tell you he's not shy of playing in, in, in adverse weather conditions. You know, when you were talking about snowing one minute and 65 the next, it sounds a lot like my alma mater in Syracuse because Syracuse, it actually snowed on my graduation day and the day before it was like 70 degrees. But I'm not here to reminisce on that. I want to ask you a little more about Josh Allen is that in his three years at Wyoming, if you could pinpoint, you know, one or a couple areas where you've seen the most growth in his performance on or off the field, where would that be? You know, obviously he, he got, he, he physically he got bigger. You know, he probably put on at least 20 pounds since he's been at Wyoming of, of muscle. You know, I think he's, studied the game better or taken more of an effort with that, at least from the first time that he got here. But I think probably the biggest thing than anything is just his leadership. Look, we know, guys, we've seen enough football. The quarterback position, no matter where you're at, it's kind of the leadership position whether you like it or not. But Josh Allen has really, really taken it out. Even, you know, when his first year when he only played basically, what, I think it was seven or 12 plays before he – broke his collarbone in seven in seven places after getting drilled by a defender. Guys just gravitate to this kid, and Josh has taken people under his wings, and just that leadership ability and things like that have, have really grown. Not that he was bad at it before. Again, I think when you're a quarterback, you're kind of thrust into that position, but just how he's how he's grasped that and how he's embraced that those qualities, you know, and, and whether it's, it's guys on his offense or his defense or – Heck, you know, I see him out there with, you know, before practices, joking with the managers and having fun with them, just how he's gravitated to the whole team aspect and, and embracing what it's like to be 
not just the face of maybe a, a team or a franchise, but just a leader of guys and how they look up to him and stuff. That growth in him maybe supersedes anything that he's even done physically or statistically on the field or on the statue. How much do you think he's benefiting working with Jordan Palmer right now? And also, has he enjoyed getting uh, close to Sam Darnold in this process? As uh, I got to imagine both those guys are fierce competitors, but... You know, they've lived together, and they're getting uh, the same kind of mentorship right now. Yeah, I think it's it's worked out well for Josh. You know, gotten to know, uh, uh, you know, Darnold a little bit, and he's worked with other quarterback coaches in the past on his own and stuff. But I really think what the work that, that he's done with Jordan Palmer has been great. I mean, the, the thing that impressed me about Josh's pro day, at least, was not just the arm strength that a lot of people had known about, but the work that he's done with his footwork was amazing to me and the the accuracy and the touch on the ball the the work that he's done with jordan palmer and obviously you know josh you know going you know going all in taking that taking that you know that that coaching and that tutelage was probably was far and away the thing that impressed me the most and i think being around guys like darnold getting to know them i know you know he's been to the manning passing academy before to get to know some of those guys he's worked with george whitfield in the past i think just just absorbing, kind of like a sponge, just absorbing all of that information and knowledge that he can get from anyone and everyone that's credible out there in this profession, I think has really benefited Josh a lot, and he, and he certainly takes to it. He takes to learning. He's not shy to work. He's not shy to learn, and I think that's certainly uh, helped him to this point. That's Robert Gagliardi, the senior sports editor and beat writer for the University of Wyoming and Mountain West Conference sports for newspapers all over Cheyenne and Laramie, Wyoming. We're very excited to see what happens here for the Jets in the draft, and I know it's an exciting time for a lot of folks out there in Wyoming. It sure is. It's been a lot of fun. It certainly keeps us all on our toes, and uh, we'll here in a few weeks. We'll have some solid answers, I think. So. <laughs> what stood out to me there about Robert Gagliardi is that he just thought that Allen's competitive nature stood out more than anything, even more than his athleticism. I think that is something that goes unnoticed about him. And, you know, obviously when you think of Josh Allen, you think of the arm and you think of the strength, but he is extremely competitive and his teammates love him. And I think what Gagliardi said about playing video games and still being competitive, that's something that I think a lot of NFL quarterbacks have is that they hate to lose. And so Josh Allen is extremely interesting on a number of different levels. I think and, I think it's pretty cool that him and uh, Sam Darnold have been yeah. working together throughout this and, process. And you, they developed we, that relationship. Yeah, yeah, and when we were at the Combine and we heard both of those guys speak, you could really tell that they were very friendly and that they push each other to try to become the best quarterback that they can be. Yeah, I think there's a mutual respect there. And those guys know ultimately that Sam Darnold's success is not going to impact Josh Allen in the slightest. They mm-hmm. might be forever linked and forever compared, but you have no reason to root against the guy you're coming out with because bottom line, you're going to a different situation. That competition is probably over for the most part, but you will be forever linked being part of the 2018 draft class. One thing on Josh Allen's arm, you mentioned that he throws a 92-mile-an-hour fastball and. High school, he throws the ball 80 yards. You know, like those Nerf balls yeah. that have, like, the tail on the end of it? He said he could throw one well over 100. Right. So, uh, I, I, I mean, think that's crazy. I don't want to get too crazy. Yeah, you're getting a little bit too crazy. Is that I would ask you this. How many times in an NFL game are you throwing the ball 80 yards? I'm not, I'm not saying. No, I, I didn't say that you are. I'm asking you a question. 
you're probably not throwing it a lot. It doesn't mean that it's not impressive. It is impressive. My, That's crazy. My point is it's like the deep outs. The throws in the National Football League that we're talking about are can you throw the ball across the field to the other boundary and things like mm-hmm. that. Very few times are going to throw the ball 75 yards on a rope. But he, <laughs> do, he does throw yeah. it differently than anybody else coming out. There's no doubt about that. He has to be refined. I don't want to call him a project because I don't think he is a project. But you can make the argument that all these guys before the International Football League are somewhat of a project. The thing with Allen is that he's one of the guys where you don't really see the You know, you can close your eyes and you can physically hear the ball whistle by you. And that's something that was said in an interview with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks on their podcast, Move the Sticks. And I think that Allen, like you said, the deep outs is, is something that's very intriguing. And small windows, too, because he can really yeah. plant his foot and, and, and deliver. Right, and you're right about that. And, and a one, one of the knocks on him, too, was that does he have touch? Does he have one speed? And I think he's developing that as we go. And the other thing that it seems like Jordan Palmer is working on with him especially is footwork. You hear so many guys talk about this. Chad Pennington is a great example. So you think about the head and the feet. Where's the head? Where's the feet? Because the head's got to set up the protections. The head has to go through the progressions. The head has to look at the defense and say, this is what the coverage is. While that's happening, your feet have to be on schedule. And then the last part of that is the arm. Something with Allen is that he said even at the Senior Bowl back in January that that was the thing he wanted to work on. And you've seen him improve from the Senior Bowl to the Combine to the Pro Day in Laramie, Wyoming with Jordan Palmer right there. And that one of the things that Jordan Palmer wanted to help Allen do was kind of widen his base a little bit to help his footwork to deliver a more accurate strike. And the one thing about Allen that I'd say the top three picks as it stands now have in common is inclement weather, which with an arm like that makes you an appealing option because we talked about it just now with Gagliardi is that it's snowing, it's hailing, it's raining. Allen can throw through it all. And old old school guy's going to tell you hand size is important, right? And Josh Allen's a monster of a man. He's a big man. He's got big hands too. You know, uh, he he didn't turn it over that much last year in terms of interceptions are concerned, but... uh, Ball security is imperative in the National Football League. If you can't protect the football, you're not going to have a chance to play. Uh, It's going to be interesting to watch his transition. Uh, The natural comparison is Carson Wentz because Wentz went to North Dakota State. There is some coaching familiarity there. That's how Allen wound up at Wyoming because a coach who was with Wentz, North Mm -hmm. Dakota State, saw this guy and said, we got to get this guy to Wyoming as well. So big dude, can make all the throws, good personality. We'll have to see if his career is that kind of ascension that Carson Wentz did. Because I'll tell you what, in his second professional season, Wentz looked like the NFL MVP before he went out, but the Eagles won the Super Bowl anyway. But I digress. I'm getting off point. There you have it, the Josh Allen episode on the official Jets podcast. Ethan Greenberg and Eric Allen. Again, the draft Just around the corner, next episode, next man up, Baker Mayfield. Stay tuned.